Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Personal Finance with Kaz Huda podcast, where we learn about how to take control of our finances and build our wealth through stocks, real estate, cryptocurrency, and business. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about six ways you can save money. If you want to ask me any questions or want me to answer any questions in a future episode, please DM me on Instagram at Kaz underscore Huda. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player you're currently on. And if you love listening to this podcast, consider leaving a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really does help push these episodes out to more people. And lastly, this is not financial advice, so just don't sue me, bro. Okay, so some of you guys have been messaging me through Instagram asking me some of the ways you can save money. So I thought why not make this into a podcast episode so it benefits everyone who listens. I feel like the most challenging thing about saving money is to actually start the process. Some people tend to get overwhelmed as to where to actually get started with saving because they don't have an idea of what they actually spend their money on. So they never actually start saving and continue to live paycheck to paycheck or saving very little money. So what I want to do is run through six simple tips you can use to save money. Some of these I have mentioned previously in other episodes and some of these are completely new. So make sure to stick around till the very end so that you can put these into practice and benefit from all of them. Let's start off with the first tip to save money, which is to track your expenses. Seriously, this means tracking all the money that comes in and the expenses that go out of your bank accounts. This will help you understand how much money you spend and areas you can actually save money in. The reason a lot of people get overwhelmed when they are looking to save money is because they don't have any sort of clarity as to what they spend their money on. This makes it super challenging to understand what categories of spending to cut down in in order to save the rest. So what I would recommend is going through your bank statements and breaking down your expenses into categories. These categories should include eating out, groceries, entertainment, subscriptions, transport, utilities, shopping, health, and home expenses. This will then give you an idea of which category you're spending a lot of money in which you can then drill down into to see what is causing that category to balloon in expenses. It may be that you eat out a lot, causing your bank balance to drain at the end of each month. Maybe you like to go out shopping where you spend a lot of money on clothes. And I know what all of you guys are thinking right now. This is all great, but I don't have time to open up my bank statements every week and categorize all my transactions in these different categories. I hear you loud and clear. You have an alternative option by which you can track your spending via an app called Spendy that can be installed on your phone. The app's name is Spendy, S-P-E-N-D-E-E. It is a paid app, but it does a fantastic job at fetching your bank transactions automatically every single day and then categorizing them so you don't have to. On top of all of this, it gives you a beautiful summary of your income and expenses for any given month. If you are in Australia or New Zealand, some of the banks, including ComBank, UpBank, and Westpac, have a feature built into their app so that you can track all your expenses and income through the app. If you're in New Zealand, Westpac has an app called CashNav, 
which you can also use to track your expenses there as well. So you have free and paid options. So there is really no excuse for you not to track your expenses. I've put this as the first tip to saving money because it is the most important one. If you can't track your expenses, it will really be tough for you to save any sort of money consistently. So now you've understood how to track your money, let's now move on to see how you can cut down on your spending. So now that you have an idea of how you spend your money and what the problem categories are where you spend the money the most, it's time to identify if that spending is essential or not. Let's say you're spending $1,000 on eating out every single month. Maybe you're spending money eating out at lunchtime and at dinner every single day. So you could potentially save three to $400 a month by having a home-cooked meal for dinner instead of getting takeaways or eating out every single day. Maybe you're spending $500 on unnecessary clothing that you wear once or twice and never wear again. This could be another place where you can cut down your spending by reducing the spending by half by concentrating on buying clothes that are just essential for you to wear regularly or buying clothes from outlet malls where things are much cheaper. If you're looking to cut down on your utility expenses, look at switching electricity, gas, water, phone, and internet companies. A lot of companies have promotions for new customers where they heavily discount how much you have to pay for the first few months. This will surely save you a couple of hundred dollars every single month and maybe even save you $2,000 every single year if you really look out for the good deals. And finally, I think the best tip I got a few years ago was to actually give yourself a cooling off period when you're tempted to buy something you really don't need. Wait a few days, think over it, and in most cases, you won't actually go ahead with the purchase or delay it a few months till you actually need that item or product in your life. Okay, so now that you have an idea of what you spend your money on and ways to cut down your spending, the next step is to actually automate your savings every paycheck. I want you all, if you haven't already done so, to set up a savings account with your bank. This account will give you a small amount of interest every month for the cash that you keep in this account. Secondly, a savings account is an account where you actually cannot make any transactions from it, which will help you not to spend your money as easily. Once your savings account is set up, you can set up an automatic payment from your bank account where you have your paycheck coming in every single week, fortnight or month. This automatic payment will take a percentage of your paycheck and put it into your savings account automatically. This will reduce the temptation for you to want to spend all your money at once from your day job. Instead, you will be left with money in your transactional account this will be the amount of money you have to play with until your next paycheck. This will condition you to spend less money because you will have less money to spend while you're also saving a chunk of money that will go towards saving for various goals like saving for an emergency fund, home deposit, or any other financial goal you may have. Just as a side note, if you don't know how to set up an automatic payment, you can log into your bank's app where you will see a button or tab called Pay or payments or something similar. Once you click that button or tab, you'll see another button labeled recurring payment or make an automatic payment or something similar. Clicking this button will present you with options as to what dates and times you want to set up your recurring payment. If you don't know how to find any of this, do not fret. You can search for this on your own bank's website 
or just do a Google search or just pick up the phone and talk to your bank and they will gladly help you out with these steps. Okay, so so far we've figured out what you spend your money on, ways to cut down on things you excessively spend on and ways to automate savings every paycheck. Now let's move on to the next tip which is to set yourself saving goals in order to accelerate your savings. Studies show that when a person has a short or long-term goal, they tend to be more motivated and are more likely to reach that said goal. You could have a goal of saving up for a down payment for a house of $100,000 in the next three years. Another goal could be that you want to set aside $30,000 for your wedding in the next year. Or a short-term goal could be where you want to save $5,000 for a holiday to Fiji. So once you've figured out exactly how much you want to save and by what date, you can work backwards to figure out exactly how much you need to save each month in order to achieve that goal in the set time frame. So let's say you want to save $15,000 in the next year. This means that you have 12 months to achieve this in. So let's divide $15,000 by 12 and you get a figure of $1,250. Hence, you will need to save this amount every single month for a year in order to achieve it. But it's really important to set goals in a fashion which motivates you rather than discourages you to save. So you can achieve this by making sure that you set goals with the SMART method. S-M-A-R-T is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. Let's run through an example to help you understand this and how you can set your own SMART goal. So instead of having a goal that says save up for an emergency fund, you can use the SMART method and have a goal as follows. To have saved up $15,000 in my emergency fund by 31st December 2022. This gives you a precise goal to follow and achieve. So now that you have a good rhythm going and you're regularly saving a chunk of your paycheck every month, it's time to understand if you have any bad debt. This includes things like credit card debt, personal loan debt, and things of that nature. If you have this sort of debt, it is time to come up with a plan to pay this sort of debt off with some of your surplus savings. This is because this sort of debt is high in interest, which means that you'll be paying 10, 15, and even 20% in interest every single year to the bank. There are many different ways to tackle this sort of debt, and personally, I would use a method called the avalanche method. In this case, you tackle the debt by the highest interest rate first. So say you have three different interest rates, one at 10%, one at 15%, and one at 20%. You would tackle the 20% interest rate debt first and start paying that off. This results in you paying less interest over time, hence you will save money, which then you can use to pay down your debt even faster. The downside to this is that you need to have a lot of discipline because the biggest debt might be huge, so it might take months or even years to pay down. And finally, it's important to keep tabs on your spending by logging into your favorite expense tracking application or doing it manually. Compare each category with the previous months to see how you've performed and see if you need to make any sort of adjustments along the way. This step is really important because it helps you stay on track and help motivate you to push on with your goals as you see your savings increase and your expenses decrease. 
So in summary, the six ways you can save money is as follows. The first step is to track your expenses. The second step is to cut down your spending. The third step is to automate your savings. Once you have all this chugging along, you want to set financial goals for yourself in the short and long term. Next, you use some of your savings to pay down your bad debt. Finally, you keep track of your expenses and adjust things along the way as you see fit to maximize your savings. With that being said, I just want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode on six ways to save money. If you enjoyed the content or learned something new from today's episode, please hit that follow button and the bell icon so you do not miss another episode. If you have any questions, tips or suggestions, please feel free to message me on Instagram at cares underscore Huda. I want to leave you all with a quote by Warren Buffett. He says, Do not save what is left after spending, but spend what is left after saving. Thank you all for listening and see you all next Monday.